Hi, everybody. Welcome to my book review for this week. And I am really excited about uh, the book I want to talk about for a few minutes this week. And that is Dr. Sleep by Stephen King. And uh, a quick uh, shout out. I happened to find this at a, uh, uh, a certain store uh, for $3, I think it was. Uh, so it was kind of a, a discount type store. Uh, happened to see this, had to grab it. And full disclosure, I have not read The Shining, the novel. Obviously, I've seen the movie, as I think so many have. Uh, Dr. Sleep by Stephen King is a sequel to The Shining. And I'm going to talk about the book, obviously, but also how it compares to the movie. But also, as always with my videos and uh, with these reviews, no spoilers. Uh, don't want to give away the ending at all. Uh, but any, yeah, I'll talk to that in a second. Anyway, Dr. Sleep by Stephen King, as I mentioned, a sequel to The Shining. Uh, if you're familiar with The Shining, uh, obviously a hit movie by Stanley Kubrick, uh, which deviated quite a bit from the novel, as I understand, uh, much to Stephen King's uh, dismay. But the story about a family, uh, the father is a writer, but gets a job as the uh, the winter uh, kind of custodian of the Overlook Hotel, uh, which... In the Overlook Hotel, all kinds of ghosts and horrors uh, live in the hotel. And obviously, uh, it gets the best of Jack Torrance, who's the father. Uh, but the primary uh, character is Danny Torrance, who's the five-year-old son of Jack Torrance. And this book picks up with Danny Torrance as an adult now. Uh, Stephen King in the book talks about uh, his motivation for the book, which was somebody just asked him at a book signing if he'd ever thought about what happened to the kid from The Shining. And so Dr. Sleep tells that story. And uh, I'll, again, I try to stick to the things brought out very early in the book, so not getting into spoilers. But Danny Torrance is now grown up. Uh, Dan Torrance, he is uh, battling alcoholism uh, to a very severe level. Obviously, having experienced everything he experienced uh, when he was a child is going to cause enough trauma, but also the shining ability that he has. The only way that he can keep that in check is by drinking and getting drunk. And so I think if I were him, it would be very tempting to head down that same road. And Stephen King, having had experience uh, and going through AA, uh, this book, more than anything I've ever read that I can recall, really gives you a, a gripping portrait of the struggles of somebody who is going through AA and the the triggers that keep pulling them back to be tempted to go back to drinking. And so that that is really brought out, I think, very well uh, by Stephen King. So you really uh, portrays the character of Dan Torrance very powerfully. And we see him overcoming this addiction. Uh, we see him uh, recovering from this addiction and living with the reality of that. So he relocates himself and uh, is gets a job as an orderly at a hospice. And he has an ability, uh, thus the title Dr. Sleep, uh, that he's able to help bring comfort and uh, talk with people who are about to die and helps them make that step into death. But in the meantime, he is contacted by a middle school girl, a junior high girl, a uh, 13-year-old girl named Abra. And so Abra really becomes the, the central figure 
of the story. Abra, like Dan Torrance, has The Shining, and that is going to elicit a, a brand new threat, which is found in the uh, a group called the True Knot. And the True Knot are, for lack of a better term, even kind of hinted at in the book, kind of like vampires. Uh, but instead of feeding on people's blood, they they feed off of the shining that is in individuals. Uh, this The True Knot refers to it as the steam. Uh, so they will torture and kill, uh, especially children, and feed off of their steam, feed off of their shining. And so they quickly realize that there is this girl named Abra who has the shining, and so they set their targets on going after her. Uh, th- this group, uh, they-, they talk about how there's just not a lot of steam out there anymore. There's not a lot of uh, stuff for them to feed on, and so they're becoming weak, and they're very desperate. Uh, to find someone that they can feed on. So they set their sights on Abra, and obviously Dan now has to reconnect with the part of the past that he's been running from his entire life, his entire adult life, uh, what led him into alcoholism. So he has to, in a sense, confront his own demons so that he can help protect Abra from the true knot. And so that that's kind of the sense of the story of what Dr. Sleep is about. And again, don't want to go further than that. I don't want to risk any kind of spoilers. But I will say, uh, having just read The Outsider that I very much enjoyed, Dr. Sleep doesn't have the same tension that I felt in The Outsider. Uh, The Outsider, that tension of what in the world is going on, what's happening. Uh, There was that tension of trying to solve that mystery. So you don't really get the tension of, of solving a mystery. But you do very much have the tension of this this back and forth between Abra and the the leader of the True Knot, whose name is Rose the Hat. So there is a lot of tension in that, kind of the the tension of this battle between good and evil. And I feel that Stephen King wrote the characters very beautifully, uh, very powerfully in, in, in several moments, especially with Dan Torrance. Um, There's a great moment at the end, uh, actually kind of made me tear up a little bit uh, at the end of the book, uh, something revolving Dan Torrance, but don't want to give that away and what that was about, but I I thought a very beautiful moment. Uh, Wrote the characters very well. Uh, I think the plot moved along very well. Uh, There were The Outsider, there are some moments in the middle where things kind of dragged a little bit as they were kind of doing their own investigation of the mystery Uh, really didn't have that in Dr. Sleep. I don't think Uh, the action moved along pretty well. Uh, A very uh, easy read had a very difficult time uh, putting it down, had to force myself to uh, put it down and and move on to other things. Uh, Very well written, especially from again, the character perspective, uh, just showing some of the, uh, the inner workings of what somebody goes through as they're trying to battle their demons, uh, going through AA and working through that process. So very well written. Uh, The story moves along well, maintains just enough tension. Uh, There was nothing in there. Obviously, some of the the concepts, obviously the true knot and and what they do to survive is very horrifying to think about. Uh, But I, I think one thing that Stephen King, I'm finding, does well is creates that tension without... Uh, kind of going to the jump scare type of horror. And so it really kind of comes down to uh, the battle of some people with some superpowers, if you want to think of it that way. But I I actually like this more than The Outsider uh, from beginning to end. 
Uh, love this book. Easy five stars for me. Now, in terms of the movie uh, starring Ewan McGregor and Rebecca Ferguson, uh, very good movie. Uh, but I will say, uh, if you watch the movie and haven't read the book, as I was watching the movie, kind of got halfway through the movie, and I was like, okay, you know, they're, they're skipping some stuff, uh, sometimes some pretty significant stuff, but okay, I get, you know, there's only a certain amount of time. Uh, but then about halfway into the movie, uh, when there's, we actually begin to see some interaction between Dan Torrance, Abra, and members of the True Nut. Once that starts, the movie goes in an entirely different direction. Uh, very, I mean, obviously, some of the, the main points are still in place. Uh, if you watch the movie, you've got no clue what's going to happen in the book. <laughs> Let me just say it. The, the last half of the movie is very, very, very different. Uh, and the reason for that, I uh, did a little looking into it, is that as they made the movie, obviously you're making a sequel to The Shining and Stanley Kubrick's The Shining is such a, a fixture in people's imaginations that they wanted to honor the, the Stanley Kubrick movie, but they also wanted to resolve some of the issues that Stephen King had with the movie and some of the, the plot points that were ignored from the Shining novel for the sake of the movie. So they tried to kind of reconcile that. And, and the end product was an ending that was drastically different than the ending that we have in Dr. Sleep. So if you saw the movie, don't think you know the true story of Dr. Sleep. It is very, very different. So uh, again, you probably don't, if you're watching this, you obviously love reading and don't need a lot of convincing, but Books are better than the movies, and this is a prime example of that. Uh, a much more satisfying ending, I think a much more thrilling ending. Uh, I think in the movie, the, the ending was kind of fast and cheap in a lot of ways. Uh, a much more satisfying ending, uh, a lot more satisfying tension uh, created in the, the novel as well. And some, I think, pretty significant twists that take place in the novel that are never addressed in the movie. So again, if you saw the movie, don't, don't rule out reading the book. I highly recommend uh, Dr. Sleep. If anything I said uh, strikes a, a note with you at all. Um, if you didn't read the shining, but saw the movie, uh, I think you could still pick up on the different, uh, explain some of the differences in the ending uh, to the shining novel compared to the shining movie uh, in the book. So uh, again, I have not yet read the shining novel. I uh, just saw the movie. Uh, but I, I didn't feel lost heading into Dr. Sleep at all. So five stars, highly recommend. Uh, very well done, very well written. Uh, some very powerful and beautiful moments uh, in here as well, which you may not expect from something classified as horror. So huge heads up, uh, huge shout out. Uh, Dr. Sleep by Stephen King, highly recommend it. Uh, if you've read it, let me know uh, what you thought. Uh, I'd love to interact with you about that. So thanks so much for watching at, or listening, and uh, we'll catch you back here next time for another review. Take care.